Hey everyone, and welcome to the Beyond Life and Fitness Podcast. I'm Cheryl Patton. And I'm Megan Prince. We started this podcast as a way to connect with more people who are struggling to fit it all in. The workouts, the food, kids, work, and relationships. We know that we're not perfect, but we hope that through our struggles and our mistakes and our failures and our successes that we can help more people through their challenges and be successful. So if you want some tips and tricks to help you along your journey to be the best version of yourself, then this is it. All right, episode number six, and we are talking stress and hormones today, and I have a feeling Megan's going to be coming out with some good stories. Meg's like, Meg's like on the rocks today. She's a little bit like, am I going to make it through? So yeah. it's a good day, I feel like, to do a talk about stress. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so sort of before we kind of get into some stories, some chit-chat, um, just sort of wanted to put out there, A, we are not medical doctors in any way, shape, or form. Um, this is just our own personal experience dealing with stress and how the stress has affected us personally um, in terms of our hormone health, our mental health, mm-hmm. gut health, we can throw in there as well. So yes, this is just our personal opinion. So um, kind of as we segue into this, um, I just I had a few notes just in terms of dealing with, like there are uh, two different types of stress and I think... Um, there's internal and external and a lot of people are very knowledgeable on the external types of stresses and I think over the last two years people have become more in tuned with a lot more internal style stressors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and our bodies are naturally designed to deal with stress but they're naturally designed to deal with stress for a short period of time Mm -hmm. so when you look back right we're designed to have this huge cortisol surge so that we have this massive amount of energy so that we can engage that fight or flight response in order to make sure that we survive a situation. Mm-hmm. Right now, those survival situations, are they don't happen, right? So No. No. <laughs> like, not a lot, right? I mean, if you live in, like, I don't even now know, like you. Detroit or something, downtown Detroit, like, and you're walking home, like, for sure, maybe that's, like, every day. But, yeah, life or death situations that we're faced with every day in our in our Western world, yeah, it's just no, not no, really there, no. right? Like if you're living off the grid, I love watching these shows, like, people living, like, in north, north, north Alaska, all yeah. on their own. Anyways, I find them super fascinating. You know, yes, you definitely have some predators that you have to deal with, but... Mm-hmm. Regular society, absolutely not. And so it's when stress becomes this constant, unrelenting burden to our body mm-hmm. that our body is no longer then just able to function as it was designed or optimally. Mm-hmm. And so then our bodies will start, they'll start talking to us a little bit and then they may start yelling at us mm-hmm. and then they're going to start to scream at us. And by the mm-hmm. time you get to that screaming point, you're now getting diagnosed with something generally yeah right you've Mm -hmm. just let it go so far Mm -hmm. um, that you've let some sort of a disease or something creep in and take full grip on the situation Mm -hmm. so yeah a hundred percent so we all kind of know that stress comes in good and bad form so examples of good stress we do need stress in our lives we cannot not have stress Mm -hmm. we need stress it's actually good in 
things, right? There's yeah. like really good stress that you're like it excited is. and um, you're like like exercise. Yeah, like <laughs> exercise is amazing. Exercising, maybe you're starting a new job, right? So you're kind of like nervous, anxious, and yeah. you got a little bit of an adrenaline rush, you know, going into your very first day. Like that's that's a good thing. Um going out on a first date, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. adrenaline rush. But bad forms of stress is like if you're in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. uh, either with a partner or maybe even at work. It could be financially based. Um, it could be uh, a poor, I, I kind of touched on that, a poor work environment. So there's good and bad stress, but both need to be done in small doses and not this chronic, mm-hmm. daily, weekly, monthly, lasting for years on end. Mm-hmm. That's where we're starting. That's where we're going to have a, that's, that's when we have or why we have all these health problems popping mm-hmm. up. And like I said, over these last two years, I think with people being at home, being more isolated, obviously we're, we're coming out of that. Thank goodness. But in um, this whole idea of really getting in touch with more internal emotional mm-hmm. stresses right mm-hmm. no for yeah. sure I think if I can share my journey on stress because I will share it it's very vulnerable and personal but I think three years ago or three and a half years ago or whatever three babies a husband's a police officer I grew up in a very chaotic kind of toxic household so I was used to all the chaos I'm used to all of the adrenaline rushes and all that kind of stuff so for me that's like normal in my life like those are things that sometimes I I have a hard time sitting down I have a hard time um being quiet and being by myself and not doing something because I'm so used to always being in that fight or flight mode and so three years ago um or four i guess i started having like really weird physical symptoms like really strong and as a physical like athlete and a competitor and um i was always like following a really healthy diet and i always felt like i was pretty i exercise all the time and then i got to the point where I would eat food and i would get like i would immediately like within 10 or 15 like for me, maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute. The doctor, the, the gastrointestinal doctor said to me that that couldn't happen. And I'm like, well, okay, like I'm not lying. But I would eat and then it would feel like my blood, my um, blood sugar was like skyrocketed and my heart would race and I would feel really cloudy and I wouldn't be able to concentrate and I would feel foggy and I like, and then, so everything I ate was, that was happening and I kept thinking, what am I allergic to? Like I wake up in the middle of the night and I would have like these panic attacks where my heart would be racing and I'd be sweating and then um, I'd have to run to the bathroom and then it would just, my digestive system was just like crazy off and I couldn't eat anything and I was scared to eat foods and I was going to see all these doctors and they were trying to figure out what's wrong with me and I would be literally like as this I feel like as this strong healthy fit person it I got into this space where I was like terrified every day I was scared every night that when I go to bed if I'm not going to wake up in the morning because what if I have a heart attack in the middle of the night and I legit like went down this crazy road and I would sit there was about 12 weeks of it and there was times where I would sit in the hospital parking lot 
because I needed to just wait there until something happened because I didn't want to go. I was so terrified. I would sit oh there gosh. crying on the phone to my mom. Something's wrong with me. I know something's wrong with me. I can't figure this out. None of the doctors are helping me. So finally I went to my doctor and she's this new young lady and, and she was asking me about all these things and whatever. So finally I gave in and she was like, okay, let's put you on an anti-anxiety mat. And I really didn't want to do that, but I was like, okay. Because at this point, exercise for me used to be my outlet, used to help me de-stress. And at this point, exercise was actually um, adding to it for me. Like it actually wasn't helping. Mm -hmm. So, because stress, as we know, is is um, exercise is a stress. Yeah. It should be a good stress. But when you're at this high level of stress, it actually adds to it. So, um, so they finally put me on that. And two weeks later, honestly, like a whole different person. I could eat food again. I could digest food. I could like, I wasn't feeling cloudy. And I was like, no, there's no way this can be stressed. Like I am telling you something's wrong with me. I thought I had a parasite. They had a CT scan because I thought I had maybe a tumor somewhere. Oh it was crazy. Because when you're in that flight or flight mode and you're so high stressed, everything is just stressful, right? Like everything is high stress. Everything bothers you. Everything, your mind snowballs and you can't come back. So what the anti-anxiety med allowed me to do was let me come down to a level that I could use um, breathing techniques and I could use like walking and I could maybe go back to the gym and I could work out and it actually would feel better. But at that point, like this fit, healthy person who's always exercised and ate healthy, like I was debilitated and I did not believe that it had to do with stress whatsoever. And... So now I've learned how to deal with it. When I feel, I can feel it, right? Like you can feel it in your body because your body will, um, you're not digesting your food properly and you will, your heart rate's always high and um, sometimes like you forget things, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, like that's not something that I would ever forget before. And you just, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to like pull back and just either like take a night, take a weekend, like, whatever you have to do cancel work like honestly because if you have to get back down to this level where you can actually function again so since like it's been a year and i've been off them and i feel good but there's those times now where i can feel my body and i'm like oh no meg you have to like reel it in and like do something for yourself and really like focus on yeah what what does your body need right now what do you have to do so i i like a hundred percent can put myself in somebody's body of like this is what chronic stress looks like and feels like. feels like, and it is debilitating. It's stressful. I think I had gained like 15 pounds just from eat nothing. Like I don't even know. And as soon as I went off the meds with the meds, which I think may be attributed to it, but went off the meds and then started realizing how to deal with my stress, then you're able to like, your body's able to function, metabolize, fat metabolize, like work out again, like function properly. And so I just feel like stress is like a major huge factor in what everybody's missing in why am I not losing weight? Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, because like stress is like the whole, the evil like troll underneath the bridge that we don't want to talk about because we want it to be we want it to be so easy we want to just eat healthy and work out and we're going to lose weight the hard part is 
having to change things in our life so that it's not so stressful. Absolutely. And we don't want to do that. No, we right? don't because change is hard. Uh-huh. Yes. Because change is hard. But I like my life, but I can't change it, but I can't do this. And I still have friends that'll call me out on it, but you can. And I'm like, I know I can. I get it. Like, I just don't. It's just scary to change those things, right? Absolutely. And to change, yeah. like, your life and the things yeah. that you're doing. It's like a big... You have to make those hard choices in order to... Like, if you hate your job and it's really stressful, like, 100%, like, you can You can, you can find a new one. You can. You can. Do you... Is it going to be hard? Yes. Do it, like, maybe you'll make less money. Yeah, but if you have less stress, then you're enjoying your life more. Like, who cares about the money? Because that's everything, is enjoying life. Yeah. Right? I think you have to look at the trade-offs. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I know, too... Um, like sort of dealing with those like that chronic high like you're just constantly oh what's the word like almost like you're just constantly on guard like what's coming up next what's coming up next how am mm-hmm. I going to deal with it mm-hmm. like what's coming what's coming what's coming and so when we went through lockdown number one and of course I'm in the fitness business I had a, a brick and mortar studio like we got hit the hardest mm-hmm. in terms of the length Mm-hmm. Right, we were always the last ones yeah. to open up. We've had four shutdowns. We had four shutdowns in two years. The most of any, like we were like just we were grouped in just with the bad bunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, right, just that immediate, right, like when you're self-employed, you're self-dependent on yourself to produce the income in order to pay for whatever you're responsible for. Right. So. It's like, okay, we're getting shut down. I don't have a way. I don't, I can't prevent it. I can't stop it. Well, I got to figure this out and I've got mm-hmm. 24 hours. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you do, you figure it out. Is it perfect? No. Is it great? Maybe not. Yeah. But you do it and then you make it better as you go. Mm-hmm. But then you're constantly kind of in that, okay, like what's the government saying next? What's the government now going to do? Like, what are we allowed to do? Can mm-hmm. we go outside? Do are we not allowed outside? Are we, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so for, so that was in March of 2020. I'm going to say for until it had to have been at least six to eight months, right? So I did, so we moved all online. We did something seven days a week and it was all me Mm -hmm. on top of my other training because when March of 2020, I was also prepping to do a show that May. Oh, that had to stop. Right, right, right. It got to the point where when we were eventually allowed to have people back inside, as coaches were starting to come back, help me out, teach more classes, it was only then did I realize how far down the rabbit hole I had taken my my physical health. Mm-hmm. I was so overtrained. I was mentally overwhelmed and exhausted. And I'm going to say that mental overwhelm and exhausted, it's still there because I'm still trying to be better at this whole hybrid model. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to set those boundaries better, mm-hmm. right? So it takes time, it takes practice, and it sometimes takes hitting that rock bottom to realize mm-hmm. that, yeah, that maybe wasn't such a great idea. Mm-hmm. And then remembering how that feels how that looks so that when you can see it creeping back in you can recognize it Mm -hmm. stop it nip it in the bud and do whatever change has to happen 
mm-hmm. so that you don't go down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and people will ask me things or people will ask me to do things or, or I'll um, plan something or whatever. And sometimes I just have to say, you know what, no, because I know, I, I know how I feel right now and I feel like if I add that to my plate, I know where it's going to go for me, right? So I know that it's going to be too much and yeah. I just have to like say no. So yeah, setting those boundaries is super hard um, when you're a people pleaser and when you're an empath and when you're a high achiever, you know, that you always have all these expectations of yourself. And I think that comes down to, you know, maybe just how you were raised, right? And it's like trying to change being okay with, yeah, like taking time for yourself Mm -hmm. and life doesn't always we we're on this train in life right now where we are where busy is a good thing like every person i text they're like oh yeah it's been such a busy week like it's that hustle and bustle mindset yeah that we always have to be because what if what if you were like hey meg how's your week and i'm like awesome i haven't really done anything all week i've actually read some books and i've cleaned out my basement and whatever but even if somebody said that to me i'd be like what the heck? Like, she hasn't done anything all week. Like, I would think that to myself even, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I I would be like, what is she doing? Like, she hasn't done anything all week. So we, like, it's almost like you have to change your mindset of that. Some, like, sometimes doing nothing is, like, the best thing to do. Because why, why are we work, 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 work all the time, but we're not even enjoying and living life? So I feel like... And we can't be productive mm-hmm. 12 hours out of the day. I know. We mentally cannot be mm-hmm. productive. Mm-hmm. And I think I read somewhere too, like we're only really productive about five hours okay. out of the day. Right. Like where we are all in focus, we're getting things done mm-hmm. and we're moving the, you know, that goalpost forward in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, a project or your career or what have you. And then the rest of the time we tend to mentally start checking out. And so that's when people start you know, start scrolling through your phone and on social media, or you might take mm-hmm. a personal phone call or whatever the case might be, because we are now are like mentally, we're just, we've drained that capacity, mm-hmm. but we need to be able to, um, refuel that. Mm-hmm. And how do you refuel it? Mm-hmm. You've got to rest. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and that's where people, that's where people, North, I'm going to say North Americans in general, that's where we fail huge. Yeah, because there's countries that still have like a siesta. I remember when we were in Cambodia and Vietnam, I think it was Cambodia or Vietnam, when they have siestas, right, in the middle of the day because it's too hot so nobody can go outside. So they just stay inside. Like in Canada, we used to have Sundays, like nothing was open. I remember when yeah. I was a kid, yeah. nothing was open. Nope. You couldn't go anywhere. Nope. Like it was just a day of rest. And I'm like, we don't have that anymore because we could, I could go, we could do anything on Sundays now. Like everything's open. Well, the banks aren't, but like everything's open. So there's no day where you just feel like, I love when there's like, when I was like, when the kids were going to school, when there's a snow day, because it was almost like, oh my God. We can't do anything today. Mm-hmm. Like lockdown, I almost liked because lockdown for me made it feel like I could, like that there wasn't these high expectations of myself. So lockdown, when we stopped homeschooling the kids online because the online stuff for school was so stressful. But when we kind of let that go and the lockdowns kind of were like, okay, I don't have to go out for dinner every single Friday or like I don't have to be out every night that I don't have my kids like it kind of felt like those are the expectations right you're like 
I can't be home and just do nothing tonight. Like I should be out. I should do something with friends. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And lockdowns was kind of like, oh yeah, there's no restaurants open, so I can't do anything anyways. So for me, I feel like it kind of was the opposite because I wasn't running a business like you are that I could just like zone out a little bit on things. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So I I think it did do that for some people. It did force them to step back because they weren't going into an office Right, yeah. they were just going at home, which then caused some other issues. issues. Yeah, <laughs> right, for sure. In terms of overconsumption of food, overconsumption of alcohol, and I'm sure the list can you know under exercising because all the gyms were closed. Like mm-hmm. we could go down another rabbit hole, but um, for sure, it did allow people that time to step back, reevaluate things going on in their lives because mm-hmm. now that was it was taken away. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. they didn't have a choice. Like it was, it was taken away and mm-hmm. okay, this is how things are at the current moment in time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's yeah. pros and cons to every, every situation, but the whole thing with this chronic level of stress, because again, you're in a job that you don't like, or mm-hmm. you're in a bad relationship, you don't know how to get out of it or, um, you know, you're in a financial distress and you're just not too sure what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like the list can go on and on and on. And we just have this constant pumping out of that cortisol, which mm-hmm. is a hormone. Yes. And the body is not, um, it's the body doesn't know that your body's just constantly thinking, okay, there's, there's just, we have constant threats. Like we're being constant bombarded mm-hmm. with something that we have to protect ourselves against. Mm-hmm. So that, again, that constant pumping of the cortisol into our system. And then that's when you have people now coming up with all these chronic fatigues, or chronic fatigue, mm-hmm. right? Headaches, low libido is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Infertility, infertility, hair and skin changes, like acne, cirrhosis, IBS, eczema, yes, immune IBS. system depression yeah. and anxiety like yeah. you had the the anxiety yeah. thing come up right and but like look how far your body allowed you to tolerate it mm-hmm. before oh my gosh you ended up having to have that medical intervention so yeah but these are little things right like if you're chronically tired you just never feel refreshed when you wake up and mm-hmm. that goes on for weeks months like this is your body now talking to you eventually it's yeah. going to yell and start to scream and then it's going to force you yes to stop yeah so yeah, it's learning to recognize those little chit chats that the body is telling mm-hmm. you. Because IBS isn't normal, right? Like no. IBS isn't normal. Immune systems like functioning isn't normal. Like all of these things that um, we just think, oh, I'm just dealing with this. I'm just dealing with allergies. I'm dealing with whatever. But that's your immune system like shutting down and basically saying like, I'm tired. I'm done. I. I need you to like, I need you to rest. I need you to do stuff. And when it comes to fitness, for sure, like you can't see progress on a fitness scale at all if your body's holding on to, because you're right, cortisol is a hormone. So it's releasing a hormone into your body, which is changing. It's not like it's just, you're eating too many carbs or whatever, but cortisol does increase your appetite, which makes you want comfort foods. So when you're like, oh my God, why am I craving so many carbs? Why am I craving all this? Because your cortisol level's high. So when I went to get my testing done, I had all stuff done, like everything possible. H. pylori, I did a a parasite cleanse because I thought I had parasites. I did everything. And um, when they checked my cortisol levels, because you check them in the morning, like you get up and you go and check your cortisol levels in the morning. And mine were like skyrocketed. And this is like 
7 a.m. in the morning. Like, I haven't even done anything. But for me, just driving there and then sitting in there, like, that was just stressful for me because there is a point when your body wants to... Your body wants to be as efficient as it possibly can. Mm -hmm. So when your body, like, feels stress for the first time or whatever, not the first time, but initially, oh, like, you know, two, three, four minutes it takes, like, for your body to, like, really release all those hormones and to release them all into your bloodstream, and then you start feeling the effects. The more you have that stress, the chronic stress, like, literally, like, I'm telling you, 10 seconds, like, and my body's like, okay, we're responding to this because we know what we need to do now. We're just going to pump out all these hormones for you. Like yep. in the beginning, it was slow. It's this slow release. Your body wants to be super, super efficient and it wants to have homeostasis. So as soon as you start feeling stress, it just pumps them all out for you. And cause it's trying to get it back to homeostasis, but it's faster each time. And then sometimes there's no there's no dropping down. It just stays up high. Yeah. There's no like. There's not a drop because you aren't allowing it to have that exactly. drop. You're right? allowing it. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's and sleep. It affects your sleep. Like I was waking up having panic attacks, and then sleep affects your cortisol levels. Sleep affects your stress, and then sleep and stress and cortisol affect your weight. So oh, it's a vicious. It's cycle. like a vicious, huge. Like I can't. I'm so stressed out, and I can't sleep. Okay, terrible already. But then I can't lose this weight. Well, okay, so decrease your stress which will help you sleep better which will help you start to lose the weight and i get it is not like i am not saying it's like this step by step i'm doing such a good job because i don't feel like i am at all because i'm exhausted all the time and i'm tired all the time but sometimes i catch myself and i'm like do you really need to do this right now sit down for an hour mm -hmm. like take an hour mm -hmm. and then after the hour i'm like okay i'm ready to go again like i'm good or to get a really good sleep one night or something mm -hmm. then you feel like you're then you feel like you are a little bit, yeah, you let your body have like a little bit of like and that downtime. Yeah. 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 So definitely like some, some tips so that we can, and then we can wrap this up. So yeah. some things to help manage stress, if you're not too sure exactly where to start is one, avoiding sugar is going to help. Massive, yeah. So it's going to be challenging, especially if you're in a high stress level, because again, you you crave those mm -hmm. sugars and carbs because that's quick, easy energy for the body. Yeah. So it's like, so yes, I need this. right, which then spikes your insulin. Then we have mm -hmm. those insulin drops, and you want to crave it again. Yeah. So if we can start pulling back on the sugar intake, that is definitely going to help or make some better substitutions. So rather than mm -hmm. cookies, chocolate bar. Um, cupcakes, donuts, insert whatever you want. And mm -hmm. even if you sub that out for like whole pieces of fruits, you're still going to mm -hmm. get that sweet, mm -hmm. but at least you're getting some vitamins, mineral and fiber mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. So it minimizes those insulin spikes. And if you are going to do the chocolate, the ice cream, the, like all those snacks, pair it, like have a donut. But I know it sounds stupid, but then have a protein shake with it because it's not going to spike your blood sugar as fast if you have it with something else. If you mm -hmm. have that, if you have that donut with like some nuts or something, yep. it'll slow down and help to yep. balance out your blood sugar yep. a little bit if that's what you yep. choose to have. But for sure, sugar stresses our body out, right? 100%. And it decreases your immune system. It suppresses yeah. it. Yes. Making you more susceptible to being sick. Mm -hmm. Another thing is, and I know I'm like horrible for doing this is stuffing your emotions down and learning to mm. be 
comfortable with your uncomfortable emotions and kind of dealing with them face on so then Mm -hmm. you can start to let them go so if you are angry why are you angry why are you feeling Mm -hmm. angry what is the trigger what's causing it if you're sad if you're um if you feel like your anxiety levels are up like you can feel Mm -hmm. your heart starting to race why is this happening Mm -hmm. so sort of taking the one two three minutes to kind of say why am i feeling this way why is this happening Mm -hmm. and then learning from that Mm -hmm. another Mm -hmm. one is spending more time outside so again here in ontario we're starting to come into our lovely late spring and then we'll start hitting some summer weather so getting outside into the sunshine um feeling the breeze feeling the sun that helps your body to regenerate. It decreases symptoms of anxiety and depression. It will help clear your mind and it just increases your mood. So then when you come Mm. back into the office or back into your house, you've got like this whole refresh sense of Mm. self and you're ready to kind of take on the rest of the day. Again, exercise, but knowing how strenuous to make that exercise right like do you need to just simply go out for a nice casual walk for five or ten minutes or do you need to go and like lift something super heavy Mm -hmm. so learning how to kind of distinguish what your body needs while allowing it to still move on a regular basis because we're designed to move daily and that's a huge one I think for me I struggle with is because I'm intense on every level so it always feels it needs to be intense right whereas a walk and yoga probably would do me really good so that's something I feel like is something I need to hugely work on because I'm like okay I'm feeling really stressed out I'll go do a hit workout yeah and your body's like oh my god I do not need this right now but so that's a huge one for sure so listening to what kind of exercise you need on what day exactly yeah yeah and starting to practice a bit more self-care and again you had kind of touched on this like sort of taking the time to like even just like sit down and eat quietly in peace or sit outside and just like let the sun hit your face it could be reading a book it could be taking a bath before you go to bed calling a friend or maybe again like going some uh, massage therapy right Mm -hmm. like those Mm -hmm. are all different ways of starting to let your mind Uh, slow down detach from the day and allowing it to just relax and deep breathing is another Mm, one yes and I know a lot of people have hard with that doing this big deep belly breaths and I tend to do deep breathing if I'm driving Mm, okay so um and again it's allowing your chest and belly to fill up as big as you can Mm -hmm. and slowing it down anywhere from like a five to six count inhale Mm -hmm. five six seven count exhale in through the nose out through the mouth and doing that like three four five times in a row and you can literally feel your blood pressure Mm -hmm. go down oh yeah every time you take a deep breath you can watch it like me and my daughter did that a couple weeks ago on my watch and then we sat there to see kind of how fast my heart rate our heart rate would go down Mm -hmm. when we like slowly breathed right and i think it makes a really big difference and when i'm feeling super stressed i feel like i bite my um i clench my teeth and also my shoulders are really hunched up around my ears and whenever i feel really stressed I just take a deep breath and I drop my shoulders and I'm like, Meg, you're going to be okay. And even just in that little moment, it just goes, okay, don't worry about it. And and it just lets me like really physically breathe out that stress and be like, okay, mm-hmm. it's fine. And then for me, that's like that quick little catch myself. I'm feeling so like tense and anxious and I just yeah. drop my shoulders 
Yeah. And then breathe. And, and breathe. that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. But I, mean, I th- think for stress, sorry. Yeah. I think for stress, yeah. It affects our fitness journey massively. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. So for people wondering why they're not hitting their number on the scale or why their body's not digesting properly or why they um, are having bowel issues and stuff, it doesn't come down to the foods. It doesn't come... Well, sometimes, obviously, it does. But um, a lot of it comes down to our body is just not functioning optimally. No. From stress. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that is the perfect way to end. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thanks everybody for listening today and we truly appreciate you and let us know what your biggest takeaway was today and if you have any questions you want answered on the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast to automatically receive your episodes and to help us reach more listeners. We would love to connect with you on our socials, either Facebook or Instagram with links in the show notes. Till next time, keep taking those small steps towards your best life.